Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. Welcome to the Jarjur Brothers podcast. You are listening to a pre-recorded version of our show, Son Sports, a daily debate show about sports. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Jarjur. And I'm George Jarjur. And we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sant Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Also, do not forget to tune in to our live Facebook show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune in at facebook.com slash S-O-N-T live. And I'm glad to be here in Seattle, but stay cool, America. But first, please enjoy our intro music by Jacob West. We know why. Good morning and welcome into Sant Live. You are watching That Being Said with Jordan Sammy Jorjor. And this is episode 100, 200. Ah, oh, that almost messed me up. 201. So it's a big number right. 201 and I am your co-host, Sammy Jorjor. And I'm George Jorjor. We're coming at you live and direct from the Sant Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for joining us today. This episode is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the number one place to bet on sports with the fastest payouts in the industry at 48 hours, a mobile site that makes betting on the go a breeze, and in live in-game betting that makes betting fun, interactive, and interesting. So go to MyBookie.ag and you'll get a 100% cashback bonus on your first deposit using promo code SANT which is S-O-N-T, and that's my bookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Sammy, good morning. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Um, I'm doing a lot better than Rick Pitino is. Yeah, this is, um, this is interesting. I mean, uh, he, it looks like he is expected to possibly get, um, well, I'm hearing that he's expected to possibly resign before anything. Um, right, because I think that's what Louisville would rather have instead of firing with Patino to end his career there. Um, they're thinking it might be better to um, go ahead and have him resign. So we're going to be talking. I'm just going to tell them what we're talking to. We're going to be talking, obviously, looks like Rick Pitino expected to lose his job. Then we're going to eventually go on, you know, we'll be talking about NCAA scandal NFL Sunday ticket cancellations, and we'll be talking a little bit about the uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James reuniting officially as of yesterday. Um, but yeah, so with the Rick Pitino situation, he tells his staff he um, expects to lose his job. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is big news. Uh, this this scandal, um, to me, is I, I said this yesterday, is not a shock because... As you know, you know, this is something that happens in, in college sports. You know, right. we, we've been aware of this for a while. It's, it's shocking only in the sense that, like, when you, 
you know, when you actually find out who the victims are, the culprits, mm-hmm. and and you start to like hear that out more. To me, like that's more the interesting part is like, okay, who's getting caught? Who's involved? You know, this situation involves a prominent head coach in Rick Pitino, um, involves a big time shoe company in Adidas, and other big name program in Arizona. Arizona, I mean, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma USC. Oklahoma a big program. You, but, I mean, if you want to look at Oklahoma State, it's the second biggest program in its state. If you want to look at USC, it's the little brother of UCLA. I guess Louisville is also the little brother of Kentucky. Kentucky yeah, but, so. but, it's still, but it's still a huge program, especially with Rick Pitino, that, that have won multiple national championships. But, I mean, just according here 43 minutes ago, at um, according to ESPN, Louisville head coach, uh, Rick Pitino has told members of his coaching staff that he expects to lose his job over allegations that the Cardinals basketball program is involved in federal investigation into fraud and corruption in college basketball recruiting. A source told ESPN's Michael Eaves that Pitino knows it's coming after a meeting of basketball coaches Wednesday morning in Louisville. And so he said something interesting there earlier about it being he, they w- don't want to fire him they want him to resign the reason they want him to resign is because if they fire him they have to pay, pay him. him they have to pay him because they fired him um a at least a buyout in this contract but if he resigns and they force his hand then um he will not have to get the buyout so i think it's i think that's the only thing going on right now is a little bit of a cat and mouse game rick Pitino's like well fire me pay me and they're like, no, resign, resign. Because, I mean, they're just waiting to drop the ball and end this. But I think there's still semantics. to, to Yeah, there's still a lot they have to um, – they still have a lot to figure out. I mean, the interesting thing is, obviously, Rick Pitino um, – uh, obviously, well, actually, sorry, the Louisville AD – has just been relieved of his duties. Oh, okay. At He's this first moment. to go. Yeah. First to go. Louisville AD. And I think their athletic director is an interim athletic director anyways. Is he? Um, I wasn't sure about that. I'm pretty, pretty certain. Don't quote me. Um, but I'm like 90% sure that wow. his, their, that was an interim AD after the prostitution or the, what was it? Uh, they had the brothels. Like last year, basically they're paying prostitutes to have sex with recruits. Last year, well, they got caught last year, which is kind of crazy that Rick Pitino didn't lose his job then. I mean, people were like, "Okay, well, what does this guy have to do to lose his job?" And I guess uh, taking money from it or having his assistant coaches take money from Adidas to bribe players to come in to play for Louisville is where they draw the line and where they where they're firing Rick Pitino. But, I mean, it's kind of funny. There's a quote from Rick Pitino, and this is all, like, I guess the last recruit is a guy named Bowen. He's a five-star recruit. He's just committed in June to Louisville. And Rick Pitino uh, quoted saying, this is the luckiest recruit I've ever got. I don't know how we actually landed him. And I guess we actually do know how you landed him, Rick. And um, the problem here also is, as shady as Rick Pitino may seem and as shady as the Louisville program seems, this is happening in other programs too. It's not just yeah. Louisville. But Rick Pitino's been a snake with other things. He's kind of right. like, I mean, he's like he, the greasiest coach out there. It, which is kind of funny because if you want to really look at it, as greasy as Rick Pitino is, 
everyone tries to say Coach Calipari is the grease, so such a grease ball. Never Coach, gets in trouble. And well, he, the only kind of trouble he got in was when he left Memphis, and they said Derrick Rose, like uh, educational, educational. They, he, but like he hasn't gotten in trouble, like paying recruits or like right. illegally like funding them stuff or right, like right. um you know illegal coaching in some sense, like the education part as mm-hmm. much as like. I know that uh, coaches play big roles in a lot of these things, but like a teacher can decide that by themselves. Like, oh, I want Derrick Rose to pass. Like, oh, of course, right? Like, that's something that honestly, that's the one thing that I can tell you that sometimes I do believe. Like, a coach had no idea of. Like, I don't, I didn't know that this he wasn't fucking paying attention in class, and this teacher let it go by. Like, sometimes that's an understandable thing to not to not know to not know completely. So, what I find interesting here is. Once again, that, you know, it, Rick Pitino on, obviously has had other problems before. I, I just saw a picture of Twitter on Twitter of him walking into the president's office 12 minutes ago. So we'll see. I think we're either going to find out that he's not fired yet in the next, like, 10 minutes or that he's officially fired. Um, but it looks like they fired the AD first. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how I feel about... Obviously, they don't want to fire Rick Pitino. Yes. So it looks like they fired the AD first, and that means they're probably like still trying to be like, okay, is there a way to get around fire? Because I think they know firing Rick Pitino, first of all, is going to put a dent on their program a little bit. Right. Not a lot of it, actually. I mean, right now, all they're trying to do is avoid the death penalty in college basketball. I mean, that's all... I was listening on the radio this morning, though, that that's pretty... That'd be pretty slim chances to get death penalty back. I know, but if there's any team to get it, it's going to be... Well, you know, at the end of the day, what is the death penalty? Everyone said Penn State got the death penalty in football. I mean, the death penalty is really like a... Uh, it's. Um, you can't make the tournament for like a year or two. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's up to interpretation. Yeah. What do you really think it is? It's not like... SMU actually got like shut down as yeah, a program. Yeah, their program like, got shut down. They're, they're not going to shut, shut down, down Louisville, Louisville basketball. basketball yeah. program. No, no, so no. that's where... In, in, and, and you know what? Sorry. just real They're not going to give him the death penalty because there's too many schools involved, by the way. And at the end of the day, if Louisville fires Rick Pitino and they have a two-year tournament ban, they're still going to be able to get a high-end head coach. And there's, after the two-year ban, they're still going to be a high-end program because it's Louisville. Right? I mean, it's still a great program. Yeah. Sorry, I got a comment on Periscope. Oh, not a uh, what, what do we got? Catalonia needs your help for vote in the referendum for defender dem- democracy. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, vote for um, vote for Pitino. Rick Pitino. Let's yeah. tell the logic. Who? I don't know. The Periscope guy. Okay. Cool. He wants our vote. He doesn't want. Was that, he didn't want to vote for Rick Pitino. I don't know who he's voting. I'm just joking. For himself. He said, need your vote. He's his vote, or does he need our just us to vote? He said, need your vote. What is it? That means they need our vote. Yeah, and it doesn't mean we're voting for him. I don't know. It doesn't well, what does Rick Pitino have to do with the democracy? It's joking. He's he's gonna have this no guy. Job. This is my guy. Because he has no job anymore, so he's going to be able to have get a new different type of job. It's FBI. He wouldn't be able to run for anything. FBI is on this case. Right. Not the NCAA. That's the other weird part of this, mm-hmm. by the way, to people listening that I'm not really understanding is why... This necessarily has to be is an FBI investigation over an NCAA thing. Well, I mean, I, I there's a lot of different ways I think I could use my tax dollars than to get Louisville in trouble. So, I mean, I don't I don't technically agree with the FBI having so much power over this 
story, but they do have power over the story and they do have power over what's going on, but they shouldn't. The NCAA has continually been not very good at investigating these things. And um, it's just, it's an unfortunate event. And there's, I will kind of get into the whole entire topic on whether or not, you know, athletes should get paid, um, what's next, um, and what's the next dominoes to fall. Because, I mean, it's been eerily quiet. I mean, Arizona uh, assistant coach did get arrested for being part of this. And uh, Sean Miller sitting there in Arizona probably twiddling his thumbs waiting for uh, <laughs> for something to come out of this. I mean, I don't think Rick Pitino is the last person to fall. Yeah, neither do I. But that's also why – that's kind of part of why I thought the death penalty is not even a um... – Option because there's all those different people involved, you know, like the Arizona side, Oklahoma. That's why I don't think they. But they'll all get terminate bans. I mean, if Syracuse in Connecticut got terminate bans. Yes, but that's what you said, death penalty. So I'm just going back off, yeah. off death penalty. They're not going to get death penalties because you wouldn't shut down like five programs from Power Five conferences. And I, I honestly, I think if the correct firings happen, they might not get too much of. Mm-hmm. Probably okay. A one or two year tournament ban. What's the big deal? Honestly, if they fire these, if like Sean Miller at Arizona gets fired or Rick Pitino gets fired, anyways, they probably weren't gonna have the talent for a year That's or two true. to make the tournament. Um, and so, uh, by the way, it's an interim president at um, Louisville, not, not interim, AD. Okay, well, um, interim president, but Rick Pitino has left the office. Oh, I'm getting live pictures on. Um, he's left the office. No comment from Rick Pitino as he left the meeting with interim Louisville president Greg Postel. He appeared misty-eyed. He appeared what? Misty-eyed. Well, yeah, because he's got just... I mean, look, but once again, like Rick Pitino is shady. Rick Pitino has done some weird things, but I think this is just a Norman College basketball. I don't think like... I'm not going to sit here and say Rick Pitino is a horrible human being, right? I mean, because there's... I mean, when you're competing against another school down the line and they... You're not sure how much they're paying their players, and you're at the end. I mean, they—you know this is going on. I mean, Rick Pitino's just got caught. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's—it's kind of unfortunate for him because I, I mean, I as much we just we but did say positive things about we said positive things about Cal Perry. He might have actually done something as well. It wouldn't be right. that shocking if he has. Um, we have guys that all these major programs that probably the one that I would believe that hasn't done anything would probably be coach K. I don't think, Oh, he pro- I, I bet you he has, I, <laughs> I bet he really hasn't done much. I mean, maybe what somebody hasn't done program. much. I agree with that, but I mean, I think everyone bends the NCAA rules a bit. Yes. Yeah, so I'm talking about, we're talking about, I'm talking about this specifically. Oh, coach this K has not no, paid no. any kids. Now the, the issue for me here. Also is in, in Sweet CC had a question. She said, since Adidas was the one funding, is this a federal case? And so yes, it is a federal case yes. because Adidas is was marking donations in their books like to charity. Mm-hmm. And so it was in their books technically, but they were not actually correctly filed. So right. like, oh, this is going to breast cancer awareness, but it's actually a hundred thousand dollars going to a five star recruit. Right. And so and, that's and why it's that's the FBI. Why it's a federal case. Yeah, and the FBI I mean, is in on it. I think when you were asking earlier, Sammy, about the FBI and what whether the FBI why they're involved, I think they're more involved under the case of Adidas being a publicly traded company rather than the NCAA. I think they're going more after the tax issues of 
Adidas, probably, is why the FBI got involved more than the NCAA side of things. Now, are they interested in uh, the NCAA, NCAA side of things? Absolutely. But I think they, if Adidas wasn't involved, they might not have gotten involved themselves. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, if it was just like them finding out things within schools. Right. Yeah. But now that it's also the fact that it's multiple schools and the because mm-hmm. what what do you uh, it's kind of tough if it was one school you could keep it within the NCAA if it, it's like five mm-hmm. six schools plus a major shoe corporation it'd probably be hard to control um, um, if you were just like going off the NCAA working with the schools so I. The, the, this is. I think this is. This is interesting. I'm. I'm just waiting for him to get fired. Pretty much. I'm waiting to see what happens with other schools and other shoe programs. Now there's going to be some lockdown investigations on Nike, on Under Armour, on oh, yeah. other top programs. Do, do, uh, look, here's the thing, Sammy. If Adidas was paying players to go to schools, obviously Nike was is paying players to go to schools. You don't think Nike's paying any Oregon top recruits to come to Oregon? No, they, they definitely are. I mean, so that's what yeah, I'm saying. They like, haven't been caught yet. Someone was disgruntled. Someone was upset. Someone got screwed over. And someone was a narc and told. <laughs> that's basically what happened. Yeah. Um, that, that's where... I mean, I don't think he for sure... I don't know if that's for sure what happened. That's what, that's how I feel also, though, about it's possibly just somebody that didn't oh, yeah, get we, what we, they we'll wanted. never know for sure yeah, what happened. It could be somebody that didn't get what they wanted. But I also think, I mean, it could just be the NCAA or the FBI being smart and being like, listen, I, I am seeing these odd patterns. Because I guarantee, even if somebody didn't like grease them and, and tell on them because he didn't get what he wanted, the FBI and the NCAA knows this is something to look out for. So that's where part of me thinks, yeah. you know, they got caught where, yeah, somebody could have told them or because there's been an investigation. If somebody just told on them, they could have figured this out faster than two years. Mm-hmm. It's probably been an investigation for two years because they probably knew, um, they probably knew this is something that we should look out for. Actually, they probably know this for many years, but Absolutely. they finally found a small tracking of something they can find. They found that guy, what's his name from Louisville? Or not from Louis, sorry, from, um, from, Adidas. from Adidas. They probably saw something in him where they're like, okay, this is the guy we can track. And then it became a lot easier to a lot easier to figure out at that point. And I just, at the end of the day, I think this is, this is not good, obviously, for college sports because as much as people like me say like, oh, of course, I've always known they're being paid. And I, I do, but at the same time, it's, these are the things you, with college sports that you don't want to hear. Like you right. don't want to hear that there was kids picking schools because they're getting paid a hundred thousand dollars, and they're being put in these situations where they're getting tricked to think it's okay to take a hundred thousand dollars. Because at eighteen years old, I might think it's okay to take a hundred thousand dollars too, even though you're breaking the law, like federally. Even as the player, you're breaking the law, and you might be hurting your eligibility. You might be kicked out of school. You might be unable to go play in the NBA one day and actually make money because you took. $50,000 a one-time payment and it's sad that this is happening because these kids are probably getting tricked into thinking they're doing an okay thing mm-hmm. when they're really doing something wrong and that's where the whole like the shoe side of it and all this stuff I, I've always kind of felt like 
you know. Um, oh, wow. I just got an interesting tweet. Sorry. Okay, what's the tweet? Um, it's a blue check guy. Let's see who he is, though, first. He is a sports director in um, on TV in um, Louisville. According to sources, Tom Jurich, the AD, was asked to fire Rick Pitino. He refused to do so, so they're both fired <laughs> by the president. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, I think that's the final say. <coughs> so they're both fired? No, this this. I'm going to Let's see if there's any more. I've already seen a lot of them saying that he's fired, but. Breaking news by David Reese. Rick Pitino is not a blue check mark, though. It's funny. Like, if the guy's not a blue check mark, doesn't, I don't believe him. Michael who? Michael Reese. Michael Eves. He's fired. I mean, there's multiple reports right now saying he's fired. Live on Sports Center, Michael Eves reports that Rick Pitino has been fired. Yep. Yeah, Rick yeah. Pitino fired. Press conference at 12. Uh, Rick Pitino. Fired, breaking, he's fired. Okay, yeah, he's fired. Yeah, he's fired. Rick Pitino's so, fired. There here's we go. the story. Okay, there we go. Yeah, here's the story, though. What I'm hearing fully is that Rick Pitino, or Tom Jurich, the yep. AD, was told to fire Rick Pitino. Mm -hmm. He says, I don't want to. I don't think he needs to be fired. And so the interim president said, you know what? You'll both go then. You go, you're both out of here. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, you can't you can't keep Rick Pitino after that. Well, I mean, God, he will never get another job again, right? I mean, it's just not possible for him to anymore, right? I, yeah, I don't know. That might be tough for him to get a job. And like we already know, he's had his NBA stint not go that well, right? Right. So, who's to say he's gonna get another NBA job or or college job? I, I don't think he will. Um, Sammy Michael on Facebook says, hey, boys, good morning. Does Wade take Cleveland as a clear number one in the East? Um, we'll get to basketball in a few minutes after we talk about Rick Pitino for a second. I think it's pretty clear. I don't think George thinks it's clear. Um, uh, look, no, 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 no. I, I don't, I've been thinking about it. So I think as long as Dwayne Wade's healthy and Isaiah Thomas comes back healthy, they are the number one team in the East, but does that make them the number one seed in the East at the end of the season? Not necessarily. Yeah, I, yeah, I okay, I can agree with that. I don't think they're gonna care that much about the seeding yeah, again. Me too. Um, yeah, yeah. But you could, if if they were all and this is a if they're all healthy, yeah, if they're all healthy, that team, like imagine if Derrick Rose stayed healthy, Isaiah Thomas stays healthy, mm -hmm. Kevin Love and Dwayne Wade, would you would say they're clear favorites to win the East, right? Yes. Yeah, but. Um, that's one thing with this Cleveland team that I want. But there's health factors. Yeah, there's health factors, not just with. But every team, Sammy, has health factors. Okay, but this team has specific health factors that I, I'd like to bring up yeah. is that um, Isaiah Thomas is coming off this hip injury. So I think for Isaiah Thomas, he'll probably recover fine because he's not doing surgery. He's just naturally recovering. So I'm not too concerned about his hip, to be honest. And he hasn't had injury problems throughout his career. Right, but but, he is a 5'8 yeah. uh, guard. And then the yeah, but that has nothing to do with your hip. Getting reactivated. I mean, he has one injury in his career, yeah. so he's he has one injury. That doesn't make because he's five eight or actually right, but, but, at five eight, he has a better chance of recovering than if he had a seven footer. Right, but it's just like hip. I think with his hip is. I mean, that's where he gets his, his explosiveness from. I mean, is like your, his body is small, so any any like injury to Isaiah Thomas means a lot more than it does. Like even if it's just a nagging injury. If he can't jump as high, if he's not as explosive, because you know that's what he is. Like he's, he's an Like he jumps pretty high. He's pretty athletic for his size. Yeah, but I mean, he played 
with it injured and still had explosion in the playoffs. Right, and right, it was right, bad. Right. I so I think it. he's doing a natural recovery. He's not doing a surgery. I think from what I'm hearing, at least, and he even, by the way, Cleveland Clinic, and I think everyone knows this, and if, if you, it's, I, it's pretty like well-known that Cleveland has an amazing training staff when it comes to doctors because they're sponsored by Cleveland Clinic. And Isaiah Thomas actually talked about that. And he said he wasn't supposed to be, when he was in Boston, he was told he's not going to be running until like October, November, he's already running now with, since he started working with Cleveland Clinic. Um, so I think he's going to be fine. But then you look at D-Wade, he can have nagging injuries. Kevin Love gets some back problems. He's had some shoulder issues. He's just starting to become closer to 30. And Derrick Rose has nagging injuries that can happen. And then everyone on their bench is a little older and can, you know, Derrick Rose has all these problems. It's, it's, uh, if this team is healthy, they might be the best roster in the NBA as a whole if they have that one or two little bang ups, then they just drop down to like the fifth best roster in the NBA. Right. No. They, yeah. I mean, uh, to say they're the best roster in the NBA is is funny. That's all I'm gonna say because they are. It's funny. The, yeah. Because I mean, it's it, they have the best player in the NBA. But I mean, if you if, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the roster. They might have the best roster in the NBA. One through twelve, the the Warriors still have the best roster in the NBA. No, probably not. I mean, yeah, if you go 1 through 12, 100%. Cavs have a better roster. I'm not saying a better team. Yeah. You're not listening at all to what I'm saying. I said, I said roster, not team. I'm not yeah, saying they're better than the oh, Warriors. So, so the roster is just in names? like No, but they're a deeper roster than the Warriors they this year. are absolutely not a deeper roster than the Warriors this year. 1 through 12, the Warriors, maybe the 12th guy on Cleveland is better than the 12th guy on Well, actually, probably 7 Six through twelve are all better okay, on Cleveland than on the Warriors. I, I could not disagree more. I okay, disagree I mean, more. like, I don't think you're. No, you're I, I know. I think I'm you're like, just. I think you're just being like quick to trigger that because no, you're not. If you go through the entire roster of a team, Cleveland has twenty guys on the roster right now, and they're having trouble trimming it down to sixteen because they have a lot of talent on the roster. Yeah. I mean, if you just go from top to bottom, um, now we're talking. Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James. Okay, wait, just go with Kevin Love. Let's go, go to those top four. Who has? Let's say Kevin Durant versus LeBron James. LeBron James is better, but it's not like he is like the most you know completely and utterly yeah. better than him. The second best player is Steph Curry. He's better than the second best player on the. Clay and Dwayne Wade. Third best player might be around the same right Clay now. Clay Thomas and. His name's Clay Thompson, first Clay of all. Th Clay Thompson and, and Dwayne Wade are about the same right now. That, that there's like with their situations, yeah. If you look okay. at what if Dwayne Wade averages sixteen or seventeen a game with Cleveland, it's going to be at, be at about the same as what Clay's going to okay, do with Golden yeah. State. If you look I at Clay's number, <laughs> if you look at Clay's number, I'm just going off numbers. If you look at Clay's numbers last year, mm -hmm. it's going to be about what Dwayne Wade probably produces for Cleveland. And if you go Kevin Love, Draymond Green, it, I. Don't care what people say about Draymond, Draymond Green. Draymond Green won the defensive player. Of yeah, Europe. but Draymond Green is not as good as everyone wants to make him. If he was by himself on a team, he's not a superstar talent. Yeah. He's part of he's part of a great team yeah, that makes I, him more I, of a I superstar. Think you're out of your I think I think you're being crazy and be right now because you want the Cavaliers roster to be better than the Warriors roster. But no, I don't. Why would I want? I mean, I'd rather have them have a worse roster and still win. I I literally did not say one word that has to do with Cleveland being. A team that's going to beat Golden State. You said their roster is better. I just I, the best. They roster have in the a NBA. yeah. They might have the best roster in the NBA. And I disagree. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm out of my gourd for thinking think they have a better are. roster. I think you're crazy to think no, that. No, because you're saying. I, um, I, I think you're crazy for thinking that. That's all. 
All right, let's get to the comments. Devin said, nice hat. Might have 23 jersey to go with it next year. Um, we'll see. I'm starting to hear it. Like, even guys like Jalen Rose, who has gu guaranteed LeBron's of in L.A. Yesterday was talking about how maybe he's not going to end up in L.A. next year. He said it might be another. If they find a way to pull off, like, a boogie cousin trades, this yeah. might last for another year in he Cleveland. Might, he might sign a, a one I, plus one. That, yeah. That's what I'm kind of feeling, actually. Yeah. I think... I'm what I've, what I've said all along is I thought he was going to do the one plus one, but just because I think he's going to wait one more year in, for LA to. No, no, I don't think so. I think it all depends on this season. I think if his season goes fantastic, he might sign another one year contract. If the season goes bad, he might bolt. I just don't think. I think he's decided that he might not end his career in Cleveland, but I don't think he's decided when that's going to be. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Omar said someone drank that hate raid and put them on blast. Who's that five-star player that the school lost? I know. That's yeah. exactly what I think, too. Um, Devin said, wow. Devin said, Cavs probably have the best team in the NBA. The season record won't reflect that because they aren't worried about regular season record. They no need to make that number eight spot to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, that's I, how I feel. Devin, I think you're crazy, too. I mean, still love you guys, but you guys are absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, no, you're just not looking at numbers. You just, I, I don't care. You're almost, you're saying you want, you're pretty much... Even though you insulted me by saying I want the Cleveland roster to be better than Golden State's, you're insulting. Number you're two insul through twelve on on the Warriors is better than two through twelve. I on. disagree. I think like okay, you can disagree. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, because you're not two through two. If like man, come on. Like Same even thing, come on. even like top basketball executives right now. If you don't, list, don't, don't give me that. Listen, that's a bad argument. Give, no, give it's me not your argument. Don't tell me. This, no, because I use real sources, not just I'm not. I don't just call people out of their gourd for saying realistic things. That actually, everyone in the NBA right now that's no. talking about it. Okay. Hold on, I haven't even said a sentence. No, because everyone's that. That's not an argument. Everyone okay. in the NBA is saying. Just tell me what you think. Nope. All right, tell Devin said. I just think. think the Warriors shine has blinded people too much. I agree, a hundred fifty percent. They have a great four players, mm -hmm. and that's blinding everybody. Uh, Devin Mark said, I think of the Warriors bench versus the Cavs bench. Thank you. Cavs bench could easily be a low-grade starting five. The Warriors just have athletic players who can shoot. Warriors don't even have a paint dominator. Things are about to catch up with the Warriors. And he said, thank you, Sammy. Green is overrated. And he says, looking at the quantity versus the quality, Sammy. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I, but I disagree. I, I just do. Well, you're not even... You didn't even let me say one oh, word no, about the rosters. No, tell me about the because rosters. Because Cleveland has a better... I mean, uh, Golden State has a better top four than Cleveland's top four. Okay. But I see two of the top fours being toss-ups, which are Draymond Green and Kevin Love and LeBron James and Tevin Durant, I think, are toss-ups. Okay. I think Steph Curry is a solid, like, one level above of uh, Isaiah Thomas. And I think Dwayne Wade and Clay Thompson are going to produce... Now, who would I start my team with right now at their age and everything? Clay Thompson, not even a question. But their production-wise, as the third or fourth best players on their team, is going to be about the same this year, Just as, which makes sense. Just like a Chris Bosh obviously takes a step down in his production, just like Clay Thompson took a step down in his production, their production would be um, about the same. Now, if you want to, for some reason you said they're 2 through 12. If you look at their 5 through 12, give them, give them to Cleveland's... Me. All right, Give perfect. Thank you. Now we can talk. Yeah, we can actually talk. Actually, something serious. That's, how you, yeah. that's what I've been trying to say this whole time, and you would just yell over me and say, "No, because all you say, say is top else. NBA executives say." Well, yes. that means nothing. No, you, it does. Go find I was me a talk executive in the NBA that's saying 
the Cavaliers roster is better than the Warriors roster. Like, who? I mean, well, actually, I've heard a lot of people say that this week about the roster being better. You tell me why. Don't tell me that other people told you. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, and yeah, then stop using other people's examples too. Because I was just using a legitimate source to say. Who's your source? <laughs> I was just. I listened to every single fucking thing on the radio. I've been listening to the Dan Patrick show. I've been listening to Clay Travis. I've been listening to Jalen Jacoby. Okay. I listened to the Zach Lowe podcast yesterday. I listened to the Ringer NBA show yesterday. Mm-hmm. And everyone's saying that their 5 through 12 is better. Okay, and I've great. told you that yesterday before I even heard any of that. So, I mean, like, I'm sorry that I uh, have an opinion that you don't like. No, then you're I just trying to tell me not to. It, but then you tell me, I, I, no, you're wrong. I, I, I disagree with your I opinion. didn't tell you you're wrong. You're the one who said I'm out of my gourd. I think I you're said, crazy for it. That's all I, I said, let me explain my situation, and you didn't want anybody to explain the situation. I want you situation. to explain the situation. Okay, let's talk about the rest of the roster. Okay, please. This is the rest of Golden State's roster. Chris Butcher, Omri Caspi, Antonius Cleveland, Michael Ginibli, Alex Hamilton, Andre Iguodala, Damon Jones, Livingston, Kevin Looney, Patrick McCaw, JaVel McGee, George Niang, Pachulia, David West, and Nick Young. That's yeah. the rest of the roster okay, outside yeah, of the top four. Can you, like, now you're going to go with the and Cavs then, and give, give them their fifth best player because you like to start from the bottom. This is the order okay, that it's go in. Ahead. Go ahead. God, you make this not even, like, fun to do. Jose Calderon, okay. Jay Crowder, Kay Felder, Channing Fry, Jeff Green, okay. Richard Jefferson, Kyle Korver, okay. Seti Osme, Derek Rose, Amon Shumper, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, and Zizek. Is okay. they're outside their top four. Okay. That no. is an exponentially better. That's not an exponential because how many players play on a team usually in a game? Nine. So I'm going to go through the five through nine of the Warriors and say that Sean Livingston, Andre Gildala, Nick Young, JaVel McGee, and Zaza Pujula are better than the four through nine. Then Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Derek Rose, Kyle Korver, Jeff opinion. Green. That's my opinion. I think they're better. All right. Well, like I, I, I mean, I'm just like I, I, I. It's okay that you have that opinion. I disagree with it, but this is my opinion. My goodness, Devin Mark says Cavs have more depth. Johnny Michael says I agree. Sammy, one hundred percent. And Devin Marks says, after hearing that roster lineup, I now bet Cavs game six. And these are all the same people, all of you guys who said that the Cavs were going to beat the Warriors before the NBA Finals last year. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, and George so, is the one who told me I'm an idiot for betting Cavs come back 3-1 the year before. So, people are wrong yeah. sometimes. Good job. Yeah, no, people are wrong sometimes. Yeah. I'm a lot, like... We, people want the Cavs to be better than the Warriors. That's not at all what I, anyone's saying here. You just look at the depth. No, no, if, you, people... if you go off the production of each of the players off their bench, actually, and this is the truth, I saw a tweet about it, the Cavs bench, the Cavs 5 through 12 now, yeah. is exponentially younger, which I was shocking yeah. because they were such so much older last season. They're way younger roster than Golden State's roster now, Good. which is a big deal in the NBA. And you're not taking into account how close that series was. I no, mean, no, I do. I, I, I'm the one who said that too. Like the, the, it was, it was like, a, it was a shot away from being it was a way. Cl- it wasn't a typical gentleman's sweep where it was like a no, big no, blowout. It, it, it was a Kyle Korver shot away from being a right early two, one series. I, I, I agree with that, but, but it wasn't at the end of the day. Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't make it. No, no, it doesn't make it anything, but it wasn't. Yeah. Well, Johnny Michael says, I totally forgot a crowd or two. That's amazing. Yeah, and defensively, Cleveland has a better bench. Off, on the starting lineup, 
Warriors defensively are right. much better because Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green. But um, I think Crowder and Jeff Green are going to help a lot with the with LeBron not having to guard Durant all game in the finals. And I'm already – I'd put every dollar I have in my bank account right now that it's going to be Cavs-Warriors in the finals, though. I mean, unless, obviously, that that's like saying unless Steph Curry gets hurt, unless LeBron James gets hurt. Right. But I mean, there's still injuries. I mean, and you're, we're also banking on, and you guys are not thinking through this too much, but we have to remember Isaiah Thomas is hurt right now. Dwayne Wade could get hurt. And um, Derek Rose has been hurt his whole career. So they need to stay healthy to be a good team. Yes, but and same Kevin with Kevin Love has been hurt quite a bit well, too. But if you if we want to get into specifics, Isaiah Thomas has never been hurt in his career. This is a one injury. So right, but he's hurt right now. Yeah, so. but he'll be back yeah, yeah. two months into the season, which the Cleveland knows. What's what matters to Cleveland? April through June. Hundred percent. Um Dwayne Wade hasn't missed more than fifteen they, games in okay, I will make it better for you. The Warriors have the same problem too. Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are injury problems. Yeah, so and, I mean, it's, it's it's both sides, and they've been very. They've had a lot of big breaks with those injuries these last right. two years. Like Kevin Durant was supposed to be out, could have torn his ACL. Though, yeah, like, no, 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 both and team, both Curry's teams, ankles have held up to a remarkable amount compared to what he's his body's used to. Both teams have to remain healthy. Breaking from Bleacher Report, Louisville Fires head coach Rick Pitino and AD Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's completely official. You finally got uh, notifications? Yeah. yeah As of yesterday? Well, no, because yesterday you told me to do that. And I was, and I was like, George, get some Bleacher. He's like, really? That happened? And I was like, all right, bro, get some Bleacher Report yeah, notifications. Yeah, I, uh, I went ahead and uh, made, made the move. Yeah. Devin Mark said, you know how much shit I got when they were down 3-1 and I said they were coming back? People are wrong sometimes. LOL. At plus, after watching that finals, remind me of the 2011 Western Conference Finals between Mavs and Lakers. Mavs swept. The Lakers and it totally it looked totally rigged. Lakers did not play defense at all. I think the last year's um, finals, Cavs were dealing with the toxic relationships, which is they they probably which were is probably true. yes. Um, it's really interesting to hear Kyrie talk about the fact that there was these toxic relationship problems, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like I never expected. He was saying that he was – People were, there was reports that he wasn't talking to anybody right. in the playoffs. That obviously had to play some type of role. 100%. But I find it crazy still that that was even a thing, though. Like, could could you imagine playing on a team where the guy – like, your second-best player on the team wasn't even speaking to anybody? Uh, no, it'd be – So, weird. obviously, that probably played a role. I'm not going to say that's why Golden State won. I think Golden State was obviously just a better team last year. Right. Um, but – I could definitely say that, see that playing. Like if Scottie Pippen didn't speak to the entire team in the Bulls times, that'd probably be a little bit of a Michael Jordan probably. Well, no, what would have happened? Michael Jordan probably would have murdered him. Well, yeah, so he wouldn't have played at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is not better either. No, it's so they not would have lost. No, it's probably yeah. not. It's probably worse. Jordan probably would have knocked him out and put him in a coma. But there's a lot of teams. That, like I don't. I'm not gonna go. You know, to think about it really, I don't think the toxic relationship between LeBron and Kyrie cost him the finals. I mean, look at the Lakers. Of Shaq and Kobe always had a toxic relationship while they're winning championships, and they're still winning championships. I mean, talent overtakes, to- especially on the basketball court. Once the game starts, it's not like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm not going to give him the ball. I mean, LeBron still was passing the ball to Kyrie and vice versa. Yeah, but some toxic relationships do. I mean, 
there's toxic relationships that can work, like Shaq and Kobe, because like how much talent they had. Yeah. But you look when Dwight Howard shows up anywhere. Did you hear the report yesterday about the Hawks? No, but could you um, t- like keep talking for a second while and go through the comments while I uh, step out for a moment? Yeah. Well, Dwight Howard yeah. and the Hawks. The minute Dwight Howard was um, let go of the Hawks, mm-hmm. apparently the Hawks. Where the team was in jubilation, like players started screaming in excitement, really, because of how toxic he is. So sometimes there's people that um, some some sometimes there's people that cause really toxic problems that are unfixable. That's true. Okay. Like if Kyrie Irving is Shaq and Kobe mm-hmm. still spoke to each other. If Kyrie Irving is really not speaking to the team, right, that's weird. That's being an immature okay. little before bitch out, and well, causing more problems. Before I step out, uh, do you hear what Kyrie said about the flat Earth theory today? What? He was just joking the whole time. He just wanted to see what the media's reaction would be. I'm saying this guy is funny, <laughs> but he's immature at the same time. Like, that's funny. I'm not going to lie. That's funny, but he's also kind of, I think he's a little too, he's, you, can, you can see the youngness in him a lot. Um, Devin Mark said, what else we don't think about is the West is packed now. Warriors are going to have fatigue from all the Western super team battles, which would benefit Cleveland on the other hand. I agree. I mean, they're going to have to go against the Thunder and the Rockets and the Spurs in some order. And they might have to play two of those teams in the playoffs at some point in the West. That's going to be a hell of a task for the Warriors. They are not going to go 12-0 and in the West again. I can almost guarantee you that. Devin said, this is the Cavs year. I'm willing to bet on Thunder over Warriors. I take risks. I like taking risks too, my friend. I'm probably going to bet the Cavs to win it all. Um, I think Dwayne Wade has another one or two productive years in him. Isaiah Thomas is going to have half the year off and be healthy. Kevin Love's going to be a focal point of the offense. You have Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Kyle Korver, Mon Shumpert, Jay Crowder, Jeff Green, Derek Rose. I mean, this lineup is stacked. He said, Chloe and Tristan, where was Tristan last year? That was toxic too, but he's also having a baby with her. Um, she announced her pregnancy yesterday. So that makes Kendall Jenner now with... Travis Scott this week and Chloe with Tristan having babies. What a time in the Kardashian world. What a time. So while George is gone, um, gonna, I'm going to keep talking about my calves for a moment because um, I really agree with what Devin Mark is saying here. I agree that, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the Western conference. I mean, as much as people want to say this is a done deal, in the East, I think it's pretty obvious that Cleveland's better than Boston. But in the West, you do have this Thunder team that I don't think is going to work out that well, but I think they're going to put up enough points to be competitive. And then you have this Rockets team that's looking pretty damn good. you got a Spurs team that had 60 wins going into the last six games, that lost five out of their last six in the regular season, but they were at 60 wins. They could have been a 65-66 win team at some point. So it's going to be really interesting. Devin said Cleveland also has leverage. They can easily trade some of those players for other stars, Boogie, KP, etc. Now that, I just stepped in and heard that. Now that would upgrade the roster. They are, I'm hearing the trade that's looking at, that, that New Orleans will listen to is Iman Shumper chaining for I because his contracts work out. And that second, that Brooklyn pick for Boogie Cousins. Yeah, and I think, I think, uh, New Orleans will not do that before the season. No, it'd be like midway. But if well, it's not it just, working, it just depends if it's working. If it's working, they ride that and hope that they can re-sign Boogie and uh, Anthony Davis. 
And if it doesn't work, then you trade Boogie and get as much stuff back, and you probably trade Anthony Davis because he's not going to re-sign and get as much stuff back too. What would you say mm-hmm. is going to be um, going to be the um, or who would you say is the better roster if they find a way to trade for Boogie? Also, their starting lives: Boogie, Kevin Love, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Isaiah Thomas. That's pretty damn good. It gets pretty close now. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that might be a better starting lineup, but like with less, but being le- like better, better. How do you even put that? Like they're, they st- I don't think they still would be a better, like full on team just because of the way the Warriors team plays together and like how unselfish they are. Yeah. But like roster wise, that's a better starting five just names wise if Cleveland ended up with Boogie. But I don't think that equates. Because, first of all, we don't know how Boogie is going to be attitude-wise. You wouldn't know how. I mean, first of all, I know it's hard to give up, figure out shots for Curry, Tom, Curry Thompson, Green, and um, Durant. But now, how do you find shots for Wade, Isaiah? These are Wade and Isaiah probably might be even more ball-dominant than those guys that I just yeah. mentioned. LeBron James, Boogie Cousins, Honestly, and Kevin Love. I really like how this team is built, to be completely and utterly honest. Of course you don't. Just no, like you say, because that's what you want to say. No. That's what you want it to be. No, no. I, I think LeBron would be better with a different... I like it with Dwayne Wade. I just feel like Isaiah... He, there's another guy that's not Isaiah Thomas that would work out better with than LeBron James. With LeBron James. I don't know about that. I. It just depends. Honestly... The, 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 Kyrie wasn't a perfect fit either. Kyrie was a worse fit. Yeah, he was than, a worse fit. Then Isaiah Thomas, yeah, they still was. won a championship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Isaiah Thomas is really good. I, I mean, he's very, very good. The reason he was successful last year was because Al Horford in the pick and roll game. So if they can figure out a good, a good pick and roll game for Isaiah Thomas with Kevin Love or with a LeBron James, that's where he's going to be successful. The reason, obviously, is because he's small and he needs right. to find space. But if they can find. Well, because here's the thing. If he's really good off the pick and roll, which I'd prefer with LeBron rather than Kyrie, who's better off just like straight mm-hmm. one-on-one, if they can find a way to get – I mean, here's the thing. You have to you have to follow Isaiah. You're not going to leave him wide open off a of pick and roll. Right. So you're either going to stick to LeBron, stick to Love, or stick to Isaiah, and all these guys can shoot now. LeBron James, I don't care what anyone can say. LeBron James can shoot threes now. He's definitely yeah, figured oh, yeah. that out in his career. Um, and this I would Cleveland, say he's like um, he's like a top Kevin Durant. He's a top fifty three point yeah, shooter in the NBA. He's a shoot. He can shoot. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah Thomas can shoot. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love can shoot at an extremely high rate from three. LeBron James can shoot. Um, God, I, I, Jay Crowder can shoot. I, Sammy, the, the the Cavaliers team shoots just as many threes and makes as many. Actually, threes. they shoot more. I think they than, shoot more threes than the Warriors. Yeah, so, especially if they imagine if they. If they, they don't have the two best shooters, three. I mean, the, Warriors the three best shooters, have the three NBA. best shooters in the NBA. And then Cleveland probably has ten, or sorry, has like six of the top fifty or seven right. of the top fifty. Well, Kyle Korver. Think about this though. They actually have they have Kyle Korver, LeBron James, Channing Frye, Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Love, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is one of the best percentage wise. Yeah. Bottom three, three. I wouldn't say he's like a. He's not. Not off. Good. He's not gonna like take a step back three. No. J.R. Smith. Um, they have a lot that can shoot, though. This is where it's going to get interesting. Uh, the The finals is going to be like if it's those two in the finals, it's going to be a lot of like 130 to 111, and then this team wins 140 yeah. to 130. As good as he's, the, 
those finals have been of the Cavs and Warriors, the games have been super shitty. Every for, year. They've been except blowouts. Except for Game 7. Except, yeah. yeah. But they've been blowouts because both these teams are just hot shooting teams. Yeah. And Cleveland, the last couple of years, as much as people have talked about their bench not being – or not their bench. Sorry, right I, I was just looking up more stuff on if there's any statements on Rick Pitino or anything that we need to see. Well, I know for a fact that the AD tried to fire him. Or the, the president asked the AD to fire him. The AD said okay. no, so they both got fired. Fun. Um, Dane Archer, what's good, said, even with all these trades and this exciting offseason, it's still going to be Warriors versus Cleveland. Agree 150%. Did, so did Dwayne Wade make you agree to that, or what? Because I know, like, as of a week ago, you said you guarantee you're gonna put your money on it. That Boston. I never said guarantee. I said I put my money. I on. I literally screenshotted the episode and and the time you said it. I and said, put it on my computer because of what you said. I said I said I'm gonna said, mark I'm, this moment I in said history. I'm predicting. I never. And you said you were gonna bet on it. Yeah, and I would. I'd probably still bet on it to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be like a four or five game series again. Yeah, I know probably, but I mean, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Wade changes a lot. I mean, he helps for the playoff run if he's I healthy. Mean, he helps chemistry too, and veteran savvy, which I actually think is important. In Especially when you're going against like, think about the um, the Boston team. I'm not saying they're not talented, but yeah, it's it's um, Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. They're two top players. They, I mean, Kyrie hasn't done it by himself ever, and Gordon Hayward's never done it. And Al Horford's never like made a finals. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So I mean, it makes a difference to have Kevin Love, who's been there twice now, twi- uh, healthy twice, right? I'm telling you, I'm, I think the Cavaliers are gonna make the finals. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, Devin Mark says, "Yo, George, I saw this. What yeah. if Cavs were able to land a mega deal and get AD and Boogie? But they I don't know be how. Able to. Be, well, they would have to give up like a Kevin Love, but like if they did, they're the best team in the NBA, obviously. Yeah, even but, if they gave but up, I don't him. think there's a way to get it. Yeah, I don't see yeah. how that would happen. Um, Dane says the weight addition is guaranteed they beat Boston. Like Boston might not even be the second best team in the East. I like the Wizards a lot. And Devin said in all caps, thank you, Dane. Um, I actually don't have Boston as the second best team in the East right now. Who do you think I have as the second best team? I have Boston as third. Who do you have? The Miami Heat. Um, The Miami Heat. What do you mean? Oh, my God. They have just as good of a roster as the Boston Celtics. They're good. They're probably the fourth best team in the East. The fourth. Yeah. See, if you're saying the Heat are the fourth best team, I don't know how you're going to say that the Boston's the number one team. You look at the Bucks might be there, the Wizards might be there, the Heat might be there, and Boston might be there. That's they're all competing. You're right for the for the second spot. Competing. Sure. I mean, you have Hassan Whiteside, Goran Dragic, Dion Waiters. Okay. You have Tyler Johnson. You have Justice Winslow. This roster, by the way. By the way, the Heat had this, the best record in the second half of the NBA last yeah. year. And they're extremely well coached. And they're going to figure it out. We get, oh, I forgot about the Raptors, too. Yeah, the Raptors, too. I just saw Devin say, I think we're getting too cute here. No, we're not. I, I mean, think, I think we're getting too cute here. That's what I think. I'm not saying we all. I, I, think, I think you're saying Boston has a chance to make the finals. is getting too cute, then. Really? Well, I think they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And, had and lost 4-1. They lost, yeah. Okay. It's the same thing. A lot of the games were close, just like in the NBA Finals. And Dane said, I just named a lot of average or above-average players. Okay, but the exactly. Heat actually – you agreed with me literally a week ago that the Heat could be the second-best team in the in the East. Like, literally a week ago, you agreed with me that the Heat – They could be. Because they had they the, the best record last year in the whole second half. They had a rough start, and they had injuries. And Deion Waiters – They would have made the playoffs if Deion Waiters didn't get hurt. Okay. They're actually a very talented team. 
They're a but, good team. But they're not a finals contender, and they're not even going to – they're a team that would probably lose in the playoffs, but they can win enough games to be the second-best team in the East record-wise at the end of a season. They just don't have the talent to produce in the playoffs. Yeah, I think – I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll go through the over-unders later on. I just – the Heat are going to be a 4-4, four, 4-5 four, four seed. The Celtics are going to be a 1-2 or two seed. The Wizards are going to be a 2-3 or three seed. And the Cavaliers are going to be a 1-2 or two seed. I you you like that's, that's you really think right. Boston's guaranteed to be the one or two seed? I wouldn't say there's no guarantees, but I mean from what from their talent, the way the team's built, and their coaching staff, yeah, I think that's what they are. And we're forgetting that Jalen Brown is going to probably take a huge step up. Tatum probably. is going to be uh, probably we, we can all right. No, 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 Rose is probably going to stay healthy. Dwayne Wade is probably going to stay healthy. That's, these are Thomas different problems. We're talking about talent. Derrick Rose and uh, Derrick Rose played seventy games last year. So did Dwayne Wade. So right. if we're assuming okay, off of, just like you can assume, I can make my assumption. No, no, but that's you're assuming that somebody's going to get hurt. That's a different assumption as this guy's actually going to be a good NBA player. We don't know if Jalen Brown's going to be a good NBA player. We don't know if D- we know what Dwayne Wade and, and Derrick Rose are. And they're probably people that are going to play 60 games. I mean, we don't know. I, keep, I hate how people keep saying, like, the Lakers are going to be good next year. We don't know if Lonzo Ball is going to be a good NBA player. We don't know if Jason Tatum is going to be good. Like, just like you can assume that these guys are going to stay healthy, I can assume that Jalen Brown is going to take a step up. I can assume that the guy they picked with the third overall pick in the draft is going to contribute. And I can assume that they're going to be a better team, I, in my opinion, than they were last year. That's I'm assuming. I, I, could okay. be, I could be completely wrong. But my only issue is just but, that I don't know what these young guys are going to do. That's your, that's and they your, lost Avery Bradley, who was like part of their... That, that's, the, that's the guy I wish they didn't lose, to be honest. Because Avery Bradley was... They flopped Avery himself. Bradley from Marcus Morris. And that I think that's an issue for them. I This and, is something I... I and they lost Kelly Olenek to the Heat. All right. Kelly Olenek is a... <laughs> Best nice, player in the NBA. He's a nice player. He's okay. He's yeah, I nice. can't believe he got fifty million dollars. He's yeah. a nice player. He's I don't even nice is too nice. I, he, yeah, <laughs> he's like he's. I'm being nice by saying he's nice. He's complimentary. He's to a he's, team. He's a player. He he could be on a great team, but just do some nice stuff. All right. Um, Dan said he will absolutely not be the second best team in the East. He said they have. Above average to average roster. Boston is a two to four. I think they're overhyped. He said above average, um, above average roster is Miami, not Boston. And he said, I agree, Sammy. Boston is too young to really expect a lot from them. That's how yeah, I but see they it. Have, but see, they're not banking on the young players to be the big factors of making them a good team. I mean, they're banking on you know three guys who've been all stars in their career with Al Horford, um, Gordon Hayward, and. Kyrie Irving to be what they are, and then expecting the young players to contribute. That's all they're contribute. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be all. You look at like a Jalen Brown last year. He had trouble contributing much. Like in the playoffs, he looked really bad against Cleveland. And I mean, right, he, but he, from all accounts and purposes, I mean, this guy is going to be a beast. I mean, yeah, but that's almost like also. I guess I was doing it too. Like I'm overhyping Justice Winslow. He was supposed to take that leap next year. Yeah, he he didn't take the leap last year. Stanley Johnson was supposed to take a leap last right, year. But a lot of these second year players don't take that leap as much as we hope. It usually takes that third or fourth year. I mean, even like a. But we're asking him to take the uh, a leap. We're asking him to become the sixth best player on that team. Yeah, but that's what we asked Justice Winslow to do last year in Miami. Um, Justice Winslow went from a eight point a game guy to a 
nine-point game a guy because like in, but he got better yeah. defensively and other things. But that's where Jalen Brown's probably going to be. He's probably going to take a one or two points leap, get better defensively, get a couple more rebounds. But how much can you expect from? T- I'm just. I'm, how much is uh, the NBA TV package? By the way, <laughs> sorry to go out. On. I mean, we're buying we, we NBA buy TV. It. Yeah. Because there's a lot I of teams. Mean, yeah, on. The, uh, well, actually, you can buy NBA TV now where you pick five teams. If you I want. don't want to pick five teams. I mean, God, because I know at least one of them is going to be Cleveland, and the other is going to be Golden State. And actually, I would, I would not pay for Cleveland or Golden State because they're on national television. That's what I was going to say. Golden we're State gonna... has like 35 national televised games. Yeah, I say we just buy the whole entire package. I don't know. You can pay for it. We Dane said, I, but my whole point is I agree with what Dane's saying. Because I think Boston is too young to really expect a lot from them, and I think it's they're a two to four seed because they're a little overhyped. Here's the thing, Kyrie Irving. Do we really know what he's going to be like leading a team? No. No, but we know what he's like when he is on a good a second team. tier guy. When he's on a good team, yes. This is what we know. We know when Kyrie's on a good team, he's good. We know Kyrie is the type of player that, with LeBron James on the court, was able to score 55 points against the San Antonio Spurs. We know that Kyrie Irving is a superstar. We know Kyrie Irving can go to the All-Star game, and I hate All-Star games, but I believe that All-Star game when he won the MVP of the All-Star game was what brought LeBron James back to Cleveland because LeBron James was like, oh, damn, this guy is really, really good. So we know how talented Kyrie Irving is. Do we know what he's going to be like in Boston as a number or one Or leading guy? a team? Leading we team? don't know. No idea. Well, all we've seen so far of Kyrie leading a team is he takes a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. And, but this is remember. Hold on, I, I'll I'll finish the whole sentence. But we know he takes a lot of shots. We know that he's very ball dominant, uses a lot of possession time, and doesn't win games. But that was early in his career, and then LeBron came, and then those games where he was doing that was when LeBron's not on the court. So now he's leading a team, but with actually two other stars that are probably always going to be there. Yeah, you know so this is where it's, it's different than when, okay, LeBron's off the court. Now Kyrie's leading the team. Now we're talking like him actually leading the team, but like with the other stars always playing, he's still leading the team. question for you, boys. Isn't that what we said about, uh, I mean, you just sounded like you described Isaiah Thomas on the Celtics last year, a ball dominant guy who needs the ball in his hands to succeed. At all times. No, because uh, he actually succeeded. I mean, there's, yeah, no, there's no, no, the but, difference. But I know, I know, but don't you think that, let me finish this thought and then I'll take your, I'll take your comment off the air. No, kidding. But um, don't you think Kyrie is an upgrade over Isaiah Thomas in that role? If, they, if he's playing the same role as Isaiah did in Boston and is able to shoot the ball that much and able to do all that? Don't, don't you think? I, I don't know. Possibly. I don't know that because I, this is a, I mean, uh, Isaiah Thomas said it really well at his press conference. They said, he said, what do you expect from that, like, Boston roster, blah, blah, right? And he goes, what Boston team? He goes, like, like 80% of the team's gone. Right. And so. Well, not, would you say 80? I mean, who's. Okay, well, think about their, like, starting lineup. Their starting lineup was Isaiah Thomas, okay. Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley, um, Al Horford, and gosh, there was one more. Anyways, the three top players, the three of their four top players are not on the roster anymore, mm-hmm. right? So the only thing, like Isaiah and Crowder and Bradley were like three of their four best players with Horford. Horford's the only one there. So, I mean, we're talking to completely, we're talking, we're switching those guys for Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving. Do we know how Kyrie's going to play with Horford and Horford's going to play with Gordon and Gordon's going to, and there's no Avery Bradley. So it is... I'm just having trouble 
completely Devin predicting. It's a downgrade for that team. Isaiah over Kyrie. I would not say it's a downgrade. That's hard. That's a hard way to put. Yeah, because I don't Anybody, think. By the way, guys, I'm a. I went to the University of Washington. I went to had classes with Isaiah Thomas. I played basketball. I don't think it's a. I've, I had bas- played basketball games against Isaiah Thomas in middle school. To be honest, I love Isaiah I, Thomas. I I think it's an up. I think both teams upgraded. I'm not going to say it's an upgrade of players because I think Kyrie Irving's still better than Isaiah Thomas right now. Yeah. So I think it's an upgrade for Boston, player wise. But I also think it's an upgrade for Cleveland roster-wise as a whole, what they were able to do without Kyrie Irving by getting Jay Crowder and now in, in getting Isaiah Thomas. It opens up more possibilities for the roster. But to say it's a downgrade for Boston, I think, would be unfair because Kyrie Irving right now is a better talent than Isaiah Thomas. But you could say it's a downgrade in the sense that maybe year one they don't win as many games because it's a completely different roster and they're still figuring things out. I mean, and that's not, that wouldn't be a Kyrie problem. Maybe, maybe that's a problem of, they also had to give up Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. That was the other guy I was looking for by the Kelly Olenek. They had to give up Avery Bradley. They had to give up, you know, Isaiah Thomas, obviously. So these flip flops can cause some change. Maybe they don't win as many games, but to say it's a down, it's not a downgrade talent wise. Do you you, want to know, here's a bet that I want to make. If you can look up, I don't know if it's on my bookie.ag right now, which by the way, quick uh, ad break guys. If you like to bet on football games or on the bet I'm about to give you here after the commercial break, that's called a tease in the industry. (laughs) Um, Go to mybookie.ag. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Where you bet is just as important on as on what you bet. So if you go to mybookie.ag and use promo code SANT at checkout, you'll receive a 100% cashback bonus on your first deposit. They have a mobile betting site that makes booking on the go a breeze, plus the fastest payout in the industries at 48 hours. If you bet on Sunday and you won, you would have already got paid. It'd be in your account right now. So go to mybookie.ag. Sammy, what are the odds for Kyrie Irving to win the scoring title this year? Let's find out. Because I think he's going to win the scoring title this year. I think he's going to lead the NBA in points per game. I don't know about that because... That's just my bet. That's my dark horse bet of the year. I don't know if he will, but I just don't. Don't you find that to be an interesting bet? Yeah. Um. Yes and no. I just I just don't know if he. I don't know if Brad Stevens allows that would allow or that Isaiah much. Thomas average. Yes, but they also have Gordon Hayward now. This yeah. is what we're not. You're, this is where everyone keeps not understanding. They want to compare Isaiah and Kyrie's situation. Both teams. Isaiah has a completely different situation in Cleveland now, and Kyrie has a completely different situation oh, yeah, than Isaiah had in. I, I mean, I, in, I could not disagree. I, I could not. There's no way I could disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, they're just both different situations. I don't think you can get it. Last year was Westbrook favored to win it. I don't think we can it, get the it's future. Not out, it's not out yet. No, you can get like other odds. You I'm can get like the team odds. Uh, I'm just going to look to see if any other websites have it. NBA scoring leader betting odds. What is this? Oh. Cleveland has better odds to win the championship now than Boston, by the way. Yeah. 750 to 450. All right. Here we go. So right now, 
Um, and Cleveland has better odds to win the East again. Really? Kyrie Irving is plus 3,300. Where are you reading this though? Uh, Bovada. Or Odd Shark, sorry. I'm on Odd Shark. They don't have it. Odds as of, as of October. Is this last 2016, year? yeah. Mm, that's why. <laughs> that's why I'm telling you. I don't think they have it. I saw it from 2016. Yeah. But Cleveland's now favored. Minus 160 to win the East. Boston's plus 200. Okay. So plus 200. I mean, that's saying they have a 25% chance. Compared to his... Damn, yeah, nobody else is even in the hundreds. Yeah. Everybody I, else is in the thousands. What was Cleveland again? Minus 160. Minus 160. That give them about a... Wow, that's pretty good. That's like a 65% chance. And 25% for Boston and 10% for the field. Yeah. Um, okay. Comments. All right. Go for them. I'm trying to see if sportsbook. Um, Devin said, look at Hayward's career timeline, too. He's just now in his prime alongside Kyrie, who's never had a winning record without the King. Old Holford downgraded George. Isaiah was a leader. Kyrie has never led a team. I do agree with that. Uh, he was alone on a team trying to lead. Yeah, I can agree that Isaiah knows how to at least lead a team. I don't know if Kyrie knows that yet, but I don't, I, I'm not going to sit here and say Kyrie's not going to be able to figure yeah, that because out because he's have, such a good talent. Yeah, and he didn't have a chance last year to do it. So, but the t- And remember what I said? He's had times to show it, and it didn't work out, but those times were when he had no other stars on the court because – you know, it was LeBron resting, let's say, right? Yeah. Now he's going to have a chance to try to lead a team, but actually with his star, other stars on the court. Cavaliers-Warriors plus 120 to meet in the finals. Celtics-Warriors plus 315 to meet in the finals. Just thought I'd let Yeah, you know. so Vegas is pretty much saying what Dane said. Like, it's yeah, the way yeah. the thing guarantees that um, Cleveland's going. Do you want to, how about MVP odds? Why are we going through MVP odds right now? I don't know. I just... <laughs> I think that sounds cool. Dane said, Kyrie is definitely an upgrade over Isaiah. Why Leonard, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James are tied as favorites to win MVP? I think LeBron's going to win MVP this year. I think this is his last one that he's going to win. He should have won last year. The year before, I'll give it to Steph Curry just because it was such a historical season. And the year before that when Steph Curry won, LeBron should have won that one too. Yeah, LeBron had a better year than Curry that year. Yeah. Curry just had the um, hype well, of the world. But then the year after that, Curry had the numbers. Because he only had, I think, what was he? He was only averaging like 23 that year that he won it yeah. the first time. But then the second time is when he boosted it up to like near 30 a game. And he really like won the MVP. Yeah. I think 2015, it should have gone to LeBron by far. But then 2016, you'd be an idiot to say anybody but Curry deserved that one. Right. But the first one, I think... LeBron deserved it last year again. And he, LeBron deserved it last year. He deserved it three years ago when uh, even won. when Durant won, he even when Rose when won. won. Back he deserved it when Derrick Rose won. He's deserved it. Wow, our camera shut off for the first time in uh, a week. In a week, Fantastic. I think it, it might turn back on. I'll find out here. Yeah, in a second. find out here in a second. Um, but I think LeBron's deserved the MVP for the last six out of the last seven years. Yeah, Curry deserved it in. Two years ago, 2016. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and, I'll uh, give him that. And don't give me that Russell Westbrook average in triple-double. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah, actually, if anyone over LeBron deserved it last year, I would say maybe James Harden because he mm-hmm. had no other co-stars, which most teams did. And Russell Westbrook had no other co-stars last year. Okay, but, either, but James yeah, Harden, regardless of a triple-double, James Harden was a guy who was regarded as a ball-dominant dude that led the league in assists. I mean, you know he had the most – 
like if you look at it numbers wise, I've I, people have said it's the most historical offensive season in the history of the NBA. I mean, he averaged yeah. like twenty eight and almost twelve assists. He led the league in assists. Like James, and he Harden. also led the league in turnovers, which I almost feel like neglate assists. Like I kind of a turnover to me is like a minus assist. So also, do you want to change the graphic to the Cleveland thing? Yeah, well, um, Mr. Once again, LP Twitter twenty eighteen from. Um, Periscope says hello there from Cleveland, Ohio. How you doing? I'm ta- I'm I'm over here talking about why the Celtics are gonna lose to Cleveland. Yeah, but uh, so like that's why LeBron like I, I think it's unreal that people actually think that Westbrook or Harden deserved. Like, I know you don't think so. You think LeBron deserved the MVP, but these guys are guys who turned over the ball in a record pace. I think James Harden broke the regular season record for most turnovers in a season. And then Russell Westbrook finished second in most turnovers in history of NBA, which would have also broke the previous record. Like, do people not understand? This is not soccer. I mean, possessions matter in the NBA. Well, I here's the thing. In James Harden's case, he had the highest like usage rate ever for a player on a yeah, team. So it's a little different. And when he ends up winning almost 60 games and being the third seed in the West, I cut him a little more slack compared to Russell's situation where, I mean – they did beat them. Houston did beat OKC by uh, 4-1 in the playoffs. Was it 4-1? Or was it 4-1. it 4-0? No, 4-1. 4-1, they won the game. Yeah, and so it, that tells me a little bit about maybe, you know, that James Harden's production was a little more real than mm-hmm. even Westbrook's. I think they um, both had high usage rates. But, I, yeah. like, the, at the end of the day, you can't turn over the ball that much into an MVP or win a championship or – Go deep in the playoffs. By the way, Sweet CC said LOL and quoted me from way earlier, though. It was like 15 minutes ago when I said, you can pay for it then. Like, oh. league pass. Like, we'll do all the teams. What you can pay it? for it. Isn't it like 20 bucks a month? No, it's more than that. I'll look it up. Um, the guy from... You don't have to look it up right now. We'll look no. it up after. We're, we're going to announce what the price yeah, of NBA packages. Maybe changes here. Um, Mr. LP from Cleveland said, I'm good. How you doing? Um, we're, gonna, we're also on Facebook.com slash not live. Um, so Dane said Kyrie is definitely an upgrade over Isaiah. Like the Celtics are set up for the next two to six years, way better than they were before the trade. I agree with that. Devin said, I don't care. Downgrade. They're expecting Kyrie to do what Isaiah did. He's never done it. I say downgrade because you just put pressure on Kyrie to do something. He already had a chance to do. That's fair. Devin. That's fair. Rex Heim says a month. Nice. Rex Heim says, I worry about Boston defensively. They're very well coached defensively. They're going to be horrible defensively. They're going to be, I bet you by the end of the year, they're going to be a very, very good defensive team. You're forgetting you got Marcus Smart. I'm giving you my opinion. You don't got to look they around. They lost. I didn't say anything they, to you. I can you look, look around. Like I'm saying something crazy. I'm telling you, I think they're defensively going to be coached so sound. I think they have the young guys like Marcus Smart. Um, sorry, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown are both going to be defensive studs and you also have Channing Tatum Channing Tatum what did I say that's, that's the actor that's the Jason, actor. Tatum. Jason Tatum Jason Tatum is not known as a defender no but he's long and athletic so I think they're going to be able to get these guys in the right situations to be a very sound defensive team that's that's, that's I, I find that to be a reach I mean you're trying to say that they're going to be a good defensive team off of players that don't play defense like they 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 had to take Isaiah off the court because the same guy who said, "Oh, you have to give credit to James Harden because his defense got better." It did get better. Defense is about effort and coaching. 
that's not true. Isaiah Thomas gives a lot of effort in coaching, and he was the worst defensive He's player. Nine. And that doesn't okay. Kyrie Irving six foot one, and he was one. He was a bad defender last year as well. The, Al Horford's really bad defender in the paint. He's really? known. Al Horford has made so many defensive firsts. He's been bad. Everyone talked about it last year about Al Horford's defensive struggles in the paint in the playoffs. He looked. He's getting old. You're talking about a 25-year-old Al Horford compared I'm, to a 32-year-old. I'm talking about defensive schemes and a coaching staff that's going to put them in the right situation to succeed defensively. That's my opinion. By the end of the year, I bet you they have pretty good defensive stats because the coaching staff is going to have them in the right situation and the right defensive schemes to kind of neglect maybe a little bit less talent on the defensive end. Yeah, well, I think they're going to be bad defensively, like okay. Rex said, just because uh, Kyrie can't play defense. It's the same as with Isaiah, but like the, Kyrie can't play defense. They lost Bradley. Um, Gordon Hayward's bad defensively. Al Horford was not good defensively last year in the paint, in the playoffs. Um, it looked awful. It looked old. Um, they lost Kelly Olenek, who was a little, who was, who was not that great, but also another big man that they lost defensively. You have Jalen Brown, and Jalen Brown is going to be a good defender. That's when you can him and Marcus Bart. You can guarantee that Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown was already a good defender last year, right? Even because that's the one thing when you're young, you can be good in the NBA as a defender without being like an offensive producer or being right, that absolutely. good in the NBA. Um, Devin Mark said. Not saying talent downgrade. It's more of a positive downgrade. I just feel like Thomas took Celtics on a winning journey. Isaiah Thomas said to himself, they know what they lost. 20 points per game, 8 assists, 4 rebounds is my bet on Kyrie's season this year. 20 points. Actually, I could see that. Like, not winning the scoring title. Devin predicting 20 points per game for Kyrie with 8 assists, 4 rebounds. I could see that him actually stepping back on the scoring a little bit yeah. if that's what Brad Stevens wants from him in because he's never averaged more than like four assists in his career. Couldn't you see him maybe turning into a little more of a point guard? I don't know. Or I, he, I don't see it. He might be but too could, selfish but, but, offensively. But it could happen. I mean, I, I don't know what they're, how they're going to utilize him, but yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, did Isaiah have any other stars on the court? Dot, dot? Oh, yeah, superstar Kelly Olenek. Sarcasm. Is I what, love Kelly Olenek. Is what Devin Mark said. <laughs> I hate Dane Kelly. said... Um, uh, LeBron deserves it every year by definition. LeBron is by far the most valuable player on any team, and it's not even close. I completely yeah. agree. Any team he'd go to is a finals contender. I, I, you can put him on who's the worst roster in the league? The Nets. They'd make it the finals the in the East. Roster in the league. They have the roster. They're saying they might not even get That's why the Boston was willing to trade that pick. They're, oh, the Orlando Magic. They'd make the finals possibly in the East. They at least contend to, yes. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. That's how crazy it is. Um, and Devin said, yeah, that triple-double shit made me mad. You do, That made George oh mad. Oh, my God. Oh, Russell Westbrook got 10 rebounds. Yeah, because the guy fucking, the whole team boxed out everyone, and he would just swoop in on for rebounds. Oh, now he's the MVP of a league because the rebounds went from 8 to 10. Oh, my God. So stupid. Also, there's a difference between productive triple-doubles. <laughs> yeah. And like, and this is, I am a LeBron homer, whatever, but... LeBron's triple doubles, like in the finals, are productive uh, uh, triple doubles. Pro the team's not boxing out for him to go swooping no. and get a like rebound. Like LeBron would go and get those rebounds. Yeah. They they weren't yeah. in the finals. Also, like LeBron wasn't like, hmm, I need one more assist for my triple double. Like LeBron yeah. was genuinely averaging like two years ago, thirty one, thirteen, and eight. Like those. Yeah. Russ Westbrook 
if the team wasn't forcing him to get his triple doubles, right. he was on the he was like a twenty eight, eight and seven kind yes. of guy. You know, like he was still doing well, but the triple double was bullshit, like you're saying. And then Devin said, Dane, I love you for saying the LeBron point. Um Devin said, George, great point, excellent point. Turnovers nag me, and I agree. Turnovers are equivalent to minus one assist. I, I, there's, if there's I one thing in basketball, that. I hate it. It's, it's turnovers. It's fucking turnovers. Like, it's so frustrating, Sammy. Like, you have the ball, yeah. and you dribble off your foot, or you throw a pass to the other team. And usually, what do turnovers usually result in? Points on the other side. Fast break points on the other side. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I guess I was playing basketball these last two nights at the gym, and... Like last night, there was a guy that I usually run point guard whenever I play at a gym. I think people just see me as smaller usually. They're short and yeah, I'm and, short they're, and they're like, give me the ball, and they always give it to me to run point guard. Yesterday, there was some guy that for some reason, I think he plays at the gym a lot. They kept letting him be point guard. And he's one of those guys that it, if he was scoring, it wouldn't have made me mad, but he would go down court, throw some bullet pass straight to the wall, and every time they'd give it to him when the ball was coming out of bounds. And I, there was nothing more frustrating to me than this guy that wasn't producing anything offensively, just turning the ball over. But then the night before I was with a point guard that turned it over a lot, but he was also like 50, 50 half the time. It was like a sick pass or a great finish. And half the time it was a turnover. I was a little less mad. So for me, it really like, I, it pisses me off regardless but at least with Westbrook and Harden, they're producing something. Right, There's nothing worse than a guy that like can't score and also is turning the ball over. Right, but I mean, I, a lot. Of, I kind of look at like people like, oh, he shot 48 percent from the field, but like he also led the league in turnovers. So, I mean, I, it's all, it's just as bad as a missed shot. You're giving the other team the ball. Yeah, yeah that's how that's I look true. at it. I feel that. Dane said. He had a chance to do it when he was 19 to 22, three or four, three. Uh, to four more years of maturity and having played with LeBron for three years. I think he has a much better chance of success now and have the Celtics and the Celtics are way better than the Cavs were before LBJ got there. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I want to, that Dane made a great point. You know, you got to also look at that Kyrie did play with LeBron James and I know it ended badly, but at least you sh- you would expect him to at least take something out of that and learn how to become a better player and a better leader because he played with the best player in the world. Even LeBron James said the only reason he's mad about the trade is he's taken away some of the identity and DNA from us. Yeah. And what he means probably by us is him from me. Like I taught him shit and he's taken that to Boston. That's what he said. That's the only thing that's bothers me about this trade. He's like, whatever the kid, you know, he kept saying the word kid Mm -hmm. can do what he wants, whatever he's like, but he's taken our DNA from Cleveland and me. At least he didn't call him a bum. Yeah. He's, he's, well, cause he doesn't, I don't think he's like that mad at Kyrie. He's more just like, forget the guy, yeah. you know, like move on. Um, he's pretty much saying that's the one thing that's really annoying about this is that he probably knows that he groomed Kyrie to a higher level than he, like, and I don't, I don't think Kyrie's dumb either. Kyrie knows that LeBron probably groomed him mm-hmm. to a higher level than he was at, right? You'd have to be stupid to not think so. Um, Devin said, we forgot Iverson could, de- could defend. And he said, LeBron led his team to a championship at like 19 with a horrible team. Oh my but God. what I want to say to that, Devin, is LeBron's a different situation than any player ever. Right. He's different than even a Michael Jordan situation. Like Michael Jordan was not as talented as LeBron at 17, 18, 19 years old. No one has been. No one's ever been. So it's a little different situation in my eyes. Rex said, I do not see Kyrie turning into more of a point guard. 
I can agree with that, right? Yeah. No, you said. You're the one who said I see him turning more into more of a point guard. I, no, no. I said Devin said that. And I said I could, oh, Devin said that? I said I I could possibly that. see it, but I think he's too selfish. Oh, okay. My, I, my bad. Uh, Devin says NBA is moving from bullying basketball to fast and finesse game style. Yeah, and you know what? I don't necessarily find it a bad thing. No, I just think I enjoy – I like a mix of it, I think. I think I decided what I like. I like – the reason I didn't like Steph Curry at first is because it was, like, too finesse. Yeah. And I love LeBron because he's, like, super bullying. But I think I really like a good mix because I was thinking about – like, I remember you used to always tell me, like, oh, you should like Steph because, like, you play like him. Like, yeah. I love step back threes and shit. But what I also liked that I used to do is I loved getting fouled. I love right. going to the hoop and trying to – even though I was tiny, I think what I would love is a Steph Curry – that's also like he can play like Steph Curry, but also happens to be like LeBron size would be like the coolest player in the world think, to me. I think you're. I think someone you should watch more often. In, Giannis? No. Like he's not LeBron's size, but he he can shoot the three. Does a step back and likes to go to the hole. Is Kyle Lowry? Okay, moving on. <laughs> Fuck Kyle Lowry. He's an all star. No, I fucking hate Kyle Lowry. So I don't even like Demar Derozan either. Me either. I don't like the Raptors. I, I like them. I like the Raptors because I like like the logo and stuff. I, I just like don't like Toronto, the roster. I just don't like the roster either. Yeah. Good guys, I'm sure, but I just don't like how that works. How they fit. Why do we do that, by the way? Like whenever we have to criticize someone, well, good guys though. I'm sure. Like who gives a shit? I'm sure he's a good guy, but like yeah, who cares if they're good, right? Yeah. I don't really, but we always do that. I do the same thing. Like, well, I'm sure he's a good guy, but uh, I don't like. Well, his because when shot. I say I hate him, yeah, I have to say he's a, I'm sure he's a good guy because I don't mean hate him in the sense of like him as a human. Yeah, I a hate him point. as a player. Okay. Um, said okay, follow you on Facebook. Yeah, it's Facebook.com/slash/not/live. He said I feel like this is on Periscope. Oh, he said okay. okay, I'll follow you on Facebook. He said I feel like Cleveland Cavaliers is just going to be easy season. Just how I feel. I also feel like they're going to easily just walk into the finals like they have the last three years. And I think I think Golden State, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say easy, easily. Actually, I think they're going to easily do it just as Cleveland is where they might lose a game or two here or there. I don't think Golden State will go 12-0 and 0 again. I think they'll yeah, go like either. I think they'll go like 12-2 and 2 this year in the playoffs, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think... Cleveland won't go twelve and one. I think they'll go like twelve and two. Okay, fair enough. I think Cleveland will lose a game or two in the Eastern Conference Finals. In Golden State, if they play Houston, if they play OKC, if they play San Antonio, if if Kawhi was healthy, you could see that they would have won a game or two. Yep. But neither team is going to be, you know, I don't think they're going to see a game seven in the Eastern or Western Conference Finals. Fair enough. Unless, catch Uh-oh. this, unless somehow. Mellow, Paul George, and Westbrook find a way to be like an extremely dominant force. Like if they found a way to make it work, like we could never have imagined. Sure, but that's not going to happen in my eyes. Let's run Um, through these comments. We only got two minutes in. Dane said him calling Kyrie a kid like five times is definitely a slide. I carry. If I was Kyrie, I'd be like, dude, stop calling me a fucking kid. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, if I was Kyrie, I'd be like, stop calling me a kid. But. I know why LeBron's doing it, don't you? Like you, you know, yes. you know why. It's because he's. It's calculated, and he's passive aggressive. Yeah, well, but that's like honestly, he's tr- he's making it passive aggressive, but like trying to make it in a respectful way. Like, oh, I'm just calling him a kid because he's young, you know. Like he's 25, I'm 32. Like he's a kid. Like I was helping him. Like Absolutely. he's trying to make it sound sweet by no, really being not. like he's taking a shot, in my opinion. 
We don't know about what's in No, it. because like he'll call other people, like the kid, like he he's friends with, the, uh, what's his name, Dejounte Murray, and I've heard DeJounte him call him a Murray's kid. Eighteen years old. Yeah, LeBron's but in his thirties. Yes, and Kyrie's like twenty-four years old. And LeBron's 26. in his thirty-six. I think he's 24, 25, 26, isn't he? 26, and LeBron's 32. They're six years apart. That's like me calling you a kid all the time. Well, I am a kid compared to you. No, you're not. You're a man. I'm a man, but it doesn't mean I'm not a kid. That's See, I don't, Kyrie's 25. 25, okay. He's going to be 25 all year, and LeBron's 33. So, I mean, that's an eight-year difference. Um, I'm just checking to see if there's anything new. Devin said Kyrie fits that kid label. He said, ha-ha, what, George? Lowry? He said, dude, you just sparked an idea. Lowry and DeRozan acted like crybabies last year if they lost to Braun. Who's to say that team breaks up and starts to rebuild now? How long they have uh, relived the big three now? It's been like five to six years. The big three. Say that, wait, hold on. How long have they relied on that big three now? It's been like five to six years. Oh, in, um, in um, Toronto. Toronto. They've relied on their... Yeah, that, that team needs to be blown up. They do they need want, to be blown yeah. up. And they were crying, say, um, uh, it was, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, they did cry after LeBron beat them yeah, last year. They're like, oh, I'll give anybody 100 bucks if you can stop LeBron. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. really quick. Yeah. 33, he said, turns 34 this year. So he's almost nine years older than Kyrie. Okay, That's a, I enough. guess, but still not nice to call him a kid. Right. But, and Dane said, it's not respectable. Respectful. It's 100% shot at him. Yeah. I'm not saying it's respectful. I say he tried to act like LeBron was trying to act like it was in a respectful way. Like the kid, I groomed the kid. You know, like he was trying to act. He was I, trying to, I don't think he was trying. I think he was trying to take a shot. That's what I think. I don't know. He's called other people kids without it being a shot. I, I think, know, but I think with Kyrie, he was trying to. Yes, I agree, but that's why I'm saying he's trying to act. He was trying to act like it's not a shot because he used those words before a lot in his career. But. He, he wanted it to be like, if you guys judge me, I can say it's not a shot. If I want to say it's a shot, yes, I can say okay, it's a shot. Right. Yeah. Like you said, passive aggressive shot. is the best way yeah. to say it because he can frame it in two ways. Yeah. Like, I mean it respectfully or I mean it Absolutely. like that. It's passive um, aggressive. All right, but we got to be signing but off. Hold on. Let me finish oh, the comments. More comments yeah. I keep telling you there's more comments. You're like, all right. All right. No, I have LeBron to. is the king of being passive aggressive is what Dane said. Uh, absolutely. I've been saying that forever. I mean, like, nobody's not been saying no, that forever. I mean, everyone knows he's passive-aggressive. and that's the other day when I told you he was passive-aggressive, I go, no, he's not. No, I, yes, I've never said that. Okay. When, when did I say that the other day? When did we I, talk about LeBron the other day? I think it was when it was during the trade and stuff. I was like, you're, oh, no, it was during the Stephen A. Smith show. Like, yo, Kyrie's being weird. I'm like, yeah, he is weird. And LeBron's passive-aggressive. These guys are weird. Like, no, I said he wasn't being passive-aggressive then. What was he being passive-aggressive about he when the Kyrie He wasn't being passive-aggressive then. I'm just saying he's a passive-aggressive guy. That's what we were arguing about. I said he wasn't being passive-aggressive in the moment. He's a passive-aggressive guy. I've said that yeah. forever. Actually, every single top athlete in, in America is passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Kobe, Kobe Tom Brady's passive-aggressive. Kobe Bryant is aggressive. He's not yeah. passive-aggressive. But they're all aggressive or passive-aggressive. Yeah. Every it's single top athlete. between passive-aggressive and aggressive. They're completely opposite. Um, no, they're both pettiness. They're both considered pettiness. One's like up front and one is like trying to pretend to be nice. But yeah. They all do it. Kobe Bryant's had passive-aggressive moments. Everyone's had passive-aggressive yeah. moments. Except, well, not every good player's had passive-aggressive moments, for sure. Yeah. George, If George consistently called you a kid, you'd be annoyed. I would be annoyed if my brother did that to me. That's what Dane said. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it would definitely be annoying. But I would understand if I, like, 
dipped on my brother and like broke up our relationship. I'd understand if he was like at a press conference for some reason and was like, yeah, let the kid like do what he wants. But you know what I mean? It was like hypothetical, but I'd be like, if he was like, yeah, the kid just made a decision. I'd be like, I see why he's calling me a kid. And Devin said, yeah, Kyrie's totally a kid. Said DeRozan Lowry Villanueva, however you spell his name. Um, Devin Mark said, yeah, they said we would have won if we had LeBron on our team. (laughs) That's true. That's what DeRozan said. He said passive aggressive. He said, yeah, totally. Greg Popovich. Yes. Greg Popovich is the most passive aggressive man. 100%. And sometimes he's aggressive too, though. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. But uh, I just want to say, I was just looking up Rick Pitino press conference in about 30 minutes, or Louisville's press conference to fire Rick Pitino. Uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. Uh, he's out as head coach. And um, I don't know if he'll get a head coaching job. This And I, I have three comments on Periscope. Okay. Let me answer them. Sweet CC said, you guys think LeBron hasn't been recognized enough for his talents? No, he's been recognized quite a bit. I'm half and half on that. I think he's recognized enough. I don't. I think people try to diminish him a little too much, just like they some do with any. Some people do. Yeah. yeah, some people try to diminish his they – um, they try to criticize him too much and not appreciate what he's done, just like we've done with a lot of people. Correct. Um, and I think in like 10 years, kind of like how we see LeBron or Jordan now – Will always. I feel like after athletes leave is when people always start to be like, "Man, the good old days yeah. of this guy." Um, and Titan Seahawk on Periscope, what is up? If you want to follow us on Facebook, feel free. Facebook.com/slash/live. That's a pretty uh, nice stance to take last yeah. Sunday. I'm Titan Seahawk. Yeah, I like that. Titan Seahawk said, "What do you guys think of the Celtics? Where do you think the Celtics will finish in the East?" Um, what rewatch this episode? You rewatch this episode. We, we talked about them quite a bit. I think Celtics fall in the second, third, or fourth spot. I think they finish with the best record in the Eastern Conference, but don't make the NBA Finals. Fair game. Mm-hmm. You said Go three, Cavs. You said three comments. That was three. That was. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, that this episode's. Uh, Came at you live and direct from the Sound Life Studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for watching on Facebook.com slash Live or on our periscopes at Jarjour Sami and at G Jarjour. Um, and Titan CX says, All right, I'll rewatch. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Make man. sure to follow me here. Um, we go live every single day um, or on Facebook.com slash Live. That's our main platform. Thank you, Titan Seahawk. And um, do not forget to follow us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Just type in Sant Live. Go like our new cover photo if you guys will on Facebook. I'd really appreciate that. I yeah, made a new cover Sammy photo. Did a great job with that. Oh, thank you. I tried my best. I'm not a graphic designer, so I tried my best. Made a new cover photo. I'm gonna try to get to fit on the phones a little better. But if you click it, you can see it. Um, follow us everywhere. I appreciate it. Um, Dane says Pop is also one of the most intelligent people in the NBA. And Devin said, yep, Dane, my favorite coach, but he is also passive-aggressive as fuck. And this was episode 100. 200. And 201. That's a big, that's a big number. It's hard I to say. Yeah. Like, but you know what the problem is going to be when we get to like 1,000? Yeah. This is episode 1,136. We'll probably start splitting it between shows at that point. Yeah. Episode 201. Uh, tune in in an hour for George's show and at noon for my show. And stay safe and stay cool i used your line for a second stay cool america peace bless up go calves
Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code NEXT for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code NEXT. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code NEXT. That's N-E-X-T. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.